0: so the finance minister's dishing out some sweeteners. For the more than 2 million Kiwis who earn less than $70,000 a year, they'll get $350 over three months. That's $27 a week. It's per adult, so this Rotorua family will get $700. The payments come on the first of the month in August, September and October. It doesn't go far enough for us. Um, That's... When I see that um, over three months, that kind of money helping us um, divide it up, it isn't much money at all. This South Island supermarket worker was hoping for a long-term tax cut. In some ways it doesn't seem a a big amount of money, but I know last year we were first time eligible for the winter payment, um, winter warmer payment, and it really helped us and it just um, meant we didn't have to scrimp and scrape all the time. Why is this just a short-term sugar hit?
1: Well, what we're dealing with here is targeted support. And it's important for us that in supporting New Zealanders through the cost pressures caused by global inflation, we don't exacerbate inflation itself at the same time.
0: 25 cents off petrol will be extended another two months and half price public transport will too. If you have a community services card, the public transport
1: discount... Welcome, and you were listening to another episode of keepthechange.co.nz's Money Mail. Now, a nice little intro for you there. That was from two months ago when the announcement was made around the cost of living payment, which is the $350 that people are going to be getting. Now, I've made a video about this and thinking ahead to getting it and what you may want to do with that money. Interestingly, the two people that they interviewed, the one, the first person, uh it's basically saying that that's not going to do too much in their household to, to help them get on top of the increasing cost of living, which is entirely understandable. The next person was hoping for a, a tax uh, cut which would be more permanent and allow them to keep more money in their back pocket to be able to pay for things. But then they say that they got the winter energy payment last year Therefore, they won't actually be eligible for this $350 payment. So I don't know why they interviewed that person. But anyway, just something that I picked up on it. Now, this payment is going to be in three installments and most people are going to need it, right, to, to cover the things that they are buying and the cost of living pressures that they are currently under. But some people aren't really going to need it. Let's say you earn $5,000 a year or 15 or 30 or 20 And then if you earn $70,000 or $69,999, you're going to get the same amount of money. And some people will be single, some people will have kids. Everybody is going to have a different profile, but they'll all receive the same amount of money. This email is designed to get you thinking in this podcast about what you could potentially do with this cash. I know I have a, a lot of younger listeners And people who are keen to get ahead financially rather than just go, fuck, sweet 350, I'm going to blow it. You may not want to do the things that I suggest, but I'm here trying to encourage you to think differently because we know that if we think differently to everybody else, we usually have a higher chance of being successful, but are then hated in the future by people being like, oh, fuck, you know, you got lucky. Oh, lucky? Or smart because I sacrificed what I used my $350 for. Let's dig into this lesson and understand the payment a bit more and then maybe what you could do with it. This is called $350 for free, what to do with it. I think it's week number 114. In August, September and October, the government will be paying a total of $350 to around 2.1 million Kiwis who earn $70,000 or less. Now, this is based on the individual gross income received in the 2022 financial year, which ended 31st of March 2022, and it's not calculated on household income, i.e. a family of four, all working, earning less than 70 grand, may receive four payments, one each. Okay? So a lot of people say, oh, is it based on household? Is it based on household? No, it's based on the individual. I think they're trying to say, oh, we earn like less than 140,000 as a couple, but... My partner's on 100,000 and I'm on 60. Will we get two or one? You know, you'll get one. It's worked out individually. But here's some more criteria for you as well because I know some of you will want to know that instead of looking it up. But if you Google YouTube, anything, search cost of living payment New Zealand, there's a stack of information about this. You've got to have earned $70,000 or less in the period 1 April 2021 to 31st of March 2022. You're not entitled to receive winter energy payments by receiving the New Zealand super or a qualifying benefit from Ministry of Social Development. Uh, and the the reason that is is because i think a million people receive that winter energy payment my mum for instance she's on a, a benefit which is you know, people they the the superannuitants don't like it to be called the the benefit they like oh I'm not on a benefit you yeah, know you are you you're a beneficiary um it is their superannuation now superannuitants, they receive the winter energy payment so they're not going to get this because they're already getting a top up to their benefits via the winter energy payment, which I think works out to be more, slightly more than this $350. Now, uh, that's about a million people, I think. So there's about 3 million people that are going to receive direct stimulus from the government over these winter and then into spring months. You've got to be aged 18 or older. Uh, You've got to be a citizen of New Zealand, Uh, No, a New Zealand tax resident and president are present here. You don't need to be the president, trust me. I don't even think we have a president here. So you're both a New Zealand tax resident and present here, so you're living here. You're not in prison or deceased. So sorry, if you're listening to this and you're dead, uh, you're not going to be getting it. Now let's get geeky and think about this $350, which you don't pay tax on. Just before we do that too the next questions I get is, oh, like, how do I know if I'm going to get it? If you're eligible, the IRD will pay it to you. If they have your bank account, they will just pay it to you and it will end up in your bank account. This is why I'm making this email because people are like, fuck, well, you know, do I need to go somewhere? Do I need to apply for it? No. Um, and you you will get it, but you probably won't even know that you're getting it and you won't know what day you're getting it. I'd imagine when they pay it, you'll get a My IR notification to say you've got some information on your account because you'll then – no, you're like I'm sure they're not just going to dump money into people's accounts, and they may not know. So that's me speculating that they'll give notifications that the money's been paid out. Um, but you don't need to necessarily apply, but you should make sure that your bank account is loaded up on the MyIR website. If you are, um, if you don't have your bank account on there, then they're not going to know, <coughs> excuse me, where to pay that to. Or if a bank account's closed, it might bounce back to them, and you're not going to get it. So I think there's only about 11% of the population that they don't have their bank accounts for that fit into this under 70. Thousand dollars of income. Now let's get geeky and think about this $350 which you don't pay tax on. If we were to put 30% tax on it, this is the tax rate for people earning above $48,000, then this is like getting a $455 pay rise. What I'm doing here is I'm taking this back to taxable income. So I'm saying $350 in the hand is much like if you're earning between forty-eight dollars and $70,000 which a bulk of these people will be, then this is like getting a $455 pay rise. Now let's look at that $455 pay rise as a percentage of income. If you were earning $48,000 and you got an extra $455 as a pay rise, it's a 0.94% pay rise. If you're earning $70,000 and get an extra $455, it's a 0.65% pay rise. Now this week, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand told us that uh, the inflation is currently sitting at a naughty 7.3%, which means our money is buying fewer goods and services. Rewind a year to 30 June 2021, and inflation was at 3.3%. So it's gone up even more uh, in that 12 months' time. Now, a less than 1% pay rise, that $455, is going to help a lot of people and give them a boost, of course, but it's not really going to tackle inflation, is it? So this isn't designed to just wipe away your fears of inflation. You heard the Minister of Debt, Grant Robertson, say, hey, we can't just give out heaps more because that might fuel inflation inflation even more because people may go out and spend it. Now, if anything, I, I think this is a sexy sugar hit over three months to keep people spending and keep our recessionary risk a little further at bay. Let me unpack that. What I'm saying there is that they're going to give people money that are most likely to spend it, and they're going to spend that, and that will fuel the economy slightly and keep things going, uh, which we need to see to keep us away from a recession and people freaking out about that. I will go on the record also and say that I believe this is a trial to see how it goes. In bold and capitals, this won't be the last time we see a payment like this. I believe that they are testing this process to see how easy it is to pay a targeted group of people an exact amount of money and what goes wrong, because we're going to need to do this in the future, and I'm sure this won't be the last time. Now, testing it with two million people is fucking brave, Uh, but I think they've got the systems to make it happen. A number of years ago, the IRD spent a lot of money on improving their technology and their infrastructure around their technology. And and this wouldn't have been possible if they hadn't have done that. So, you know, now we're getting to see, oh, what can they actually do with this technology? And I I think this is just a a one-off to start with, to test it, and then we'll start to see some more targeted stuff and figure out, oh, what else could we be doing here? And we're testing it on a a very broad range of people. I think leading into an election, we'll see more of this go on as well, Um, or maybe some more permanent targeted stuff. We we shall see. But 80% of people will probably spend this money on whatever they want, and hey, that's up to them, and, and that's completely fine. But I know some of you will be thinking, hmm, what smart thing could I do with this money? Here are five practical things you could think about doing with your payment. These are designed to get you thinking, and you may have even smarter ideas than mine, And of course, this is not financial advice and someone's already had a crack at me about one of these and we'll get to that. Number one, invest the money. Finally, maybe you want to set up sharesies or hatch for the first time or invest it for your children or your future self. So you might have children who are one, two, three, four, whatever, and you think, well, maybe I could use this $350 and invest it for them and chuck it into some index fund via sharesies or hatch or whatever you choose to use. And then in 15 years' time or 10 years' time, bang, that might be a contribution towards them going to university or their schooling or or whatever, you know, their 18th birthday, their 21st. And that, that might be what you want to do. Number two was buy Bitcoin. Oh, Jesus. I was like, fuck, should I put this in there? My girlfriend was like, mate, this is uh, that's touch and go. What the fuck, Luke? You know, I know, I know, but seriously, this is what millions of Americans did, okay? So this is why I wanted to include this, because so many people got their stimulus in America and they were like, Right, wow, let's buy Bitcoin and, and uh, that's what they did or they brought some meme stocks and shit and maybe you've wanted to learn the process of buying cryptocurrency and how that works and you've effectively got a free shop of $350, right? Sure, it could go to zero and you could lose the lot but at least you've satisfied that itch and learnt along the way. This is effectively a way for you to risk free there's money you weren't going to be getting but now you are Uh, invest in some crypto or something like that if you want to learn that process. Again, not financial advice, but I'm not an idiot. I know that people will actually go and do that sort of shit, so you know, I'm just pointing out that that's what Americans did. There's a high chance that Kiwis are going to do it too. Number three, use it to educate yourself. Start a side hustle. Buy books, buy a course, getting your professional photo done for your socials, for your LinkedIn. Update your CV with a copywriter. Make yourself more valuable with the money. What can you do to invest this money back into yourself. It might even be sorting out a dentist bill that you haven't been able to afford or a medical bill. You know, what, what is it that you've been putting off that you need to get sorted that's bringing you stress to your life? Maybe your car needs to be repaired and you can actually use this cash to go and finally put it towards getting it repaired and then you're not spending as much time and stress and worry around your car breaking down. Number four, pay off some debt. It's boring, I know, but it's practical. See you later to your buy now, pay later. See you later to your credit card. Be wise and kill some debt. This would be really, really smart for some people that are getting blitzed by high interest on a credit card that they may have. If you can clear some of that. The exponential value of this $350 or the compounding value of this $350 is a lot more, isn't it? Because if it stops you having to pay an extra $200 of interest over the next two years, it's it's effectively like being given, being be given Like, yeah, I can't even say that. Um, But think about that for yourself. Is there some debt that you need to clear and and get rid of it? I actually think that people know they're going to be getting this payment, and they've racked up more on their buy now, pay later. It makes sense, right? Why all of a sudden is there 9% of people who are overdue on their buy now, pay later? And that's happened in the last few months. Perhaps they realise, oh, I'm going to get this money, fuck it, I'll put this on, buy now, pay later, when they go to buy that second pair of shoes or whatever, and they think, meh, you know, who cares, because uh, I'm just going to pay it off with that money that I get over the next few months. Hopefully I'm wrong on that, but I have a sneaking suspicion some people will have done that. Number five, KiwiSaver contribution. Slam it in there and let the market take it for a ride until you're 65 or buying your first home. A future you may thank you for it. Again, very practical. Now, here's a bonus one for you. Have you ever wanted a Kudo membership or something similar? Now, maybe you hate the five ideas above and, you, and deep down you know that you're going to spend it. Maybe you're in a relationship. Maybe you could pull it with your partner and use it to buy something you've previously thought to be too luxurious. There may be something you've always thought like, "Ah, oh, if we had the spare money, we'd buy that. You know, maybe if that's your thing, like, go and do that. Get that out of your system. Go and get the $700, buddy, whatever, vacuum cleaner or fucking whatever it is that you want. You know, pull your cash together and go, let's buy something that we wouldn't have ordinarily brought, but this has allowed us to do it. And it's not overly smart, but it may test your satisfaction with not being able to control your impulses to spend. But you may then realize, like, oh, you know what, that was... Paid for courtesy of other taxpayers uh, and the GST, you'll pay on purchasing as well. But for some people, they might think, well, yeah, actually, I've always wanted to be in the Coro Club, so let's buy a membership and then my guest can be my partner and every time they fly, they can go to the airport early and eat and drink as much as you can. I'd be smacking the champagnes and the mimosas and the cheese and the crackers and whatever they've got there, make sure you get in there that good allocation time before, get to the airport nice and early, and then you're going to save yourself some money, you're not going to be buying food at the airport, but of course, it seems a little bit impractical, well if two people are earning under 70 grand, like how much are they actually going to be travelling, but you know, that's just, I'm trying to give people ideas of things to think about, of let's not just fucking let this money go into my account, and then three months later look back and go like, oh shit, I blew that cash, you know, think about what you can be doing with it, that's not necessarily your day-to-day spending, Again, this podcast is designed to get you thinking about what to do with this money because it's going to be coming very soon. Perhaps set a calendar reminder on the 1st of August, September and October to remind you that this money is going to be coming and make sure it doesn't just evaporate into day-to-day spending. You might even move it into another bank account and go, you know what, I'm going to give myself three months to figure out what I'm going to do with this cash but don't just let it come in and then go out because it's so common for us isn't it oh what have I got on my bank account like oh sweet look at the figure sweet I can buy that and then you don't drill into your transactions and realize like oh shit I've got $116 there that I didn't realize that I had Um, so think about that because it's going to make a big difference for some people and for others there's people complaining that it's not and they're not complaining but they're just pointing out hey this isn't actually doing too much to tackle inflation but we know that and we all know that and um, that's why I'm trying to teach people ways to find extra income or decreasing expenses in their in their household, so that they can fight back with inflation. Because we can't rely on the government to do this for us. Uh, you are part of. Over 6,050 recipients, is there someone you could forward this to? Put this podcast on your story, for instance, it'd mean a lot. Did you know that inflation hit 7.3% for the June 2022 quarter? This was up from 3.3% to the June 2021 quarter. That's an ugly increase in prices over a 24-month period. Well, we better get used to it because it looks like it is here for a while. Uh, Perhaps it is decreasing, though, but that's going to take time to get out of the system. I'm sure people are are well aware of inflation now and they're thinking, hmm, you know, second guessing some of the transactions that they may go and do, things like that. Mikey told me earlier about people that were going to buy boats that have paid a deposit to do that. They're forfeiting their deposit and saying, actually, I'm not going to take the boat anymore. So things are, are slowing down and part of that will be fear of inflation, of recession, of interest rates going up and whatnot. And you know, the Reserve Bank have made it, uh, yeah, they're, they're being loud and bold about solving inflation. And so we, we hopefully will start to see it come down because it, it means that we do see ugly things going on out there, which we don't want to see. Hopefully that has got you thinking about different things you could do of your $350 payment. Don't waste it is what I'm trying to tell you.
0: Grant for dental care for low-income families goes up from $300 to $1,000, something that's been a long time coming.
1: $1,000 is sort of, these days, uh, and certainly for the populations that it is available to, um, a welcome start, but it, it, it probably doesn't go far enough.
0: And now it won't just be for emergency work. I had to have my wisdom teeth removed and it costed
1: right, uh, $1,400. I couldn't afford that.
0: 7,000 extra Kiwis will now have access to the first home grant. That's up to 10 grand to help with the deposit. The caps are now more realistic. For example, in Wellington it was 550000 It's now 750000
1: Oh, I think uh, since recording this, no, since they, they've made that, that video, that was two months ago, that article, I'm fairly sure that that has gone up uh, even more. So if you're listening to this thinking, oh, it's actually higher than that, then then you could be right
0: and it was 550,000 it's now 750,000. National says its planned tax cuts would give an average household an extra $1600 a year and the finance minister's solution isn't good enough.
1: A nurse, a doctor, a police officer, you don't benefit from that payment.
0: Have you done enough to address the squeezed middle?
1: 81% of working age New Zealanders are now being supported through for cost of living pressures as a result of what we've done in this budget. We thought about Oh man. That's bad, isn't it? 81 81 out of 100 Kiwis are receiving some form of money from the government. Let's not forget, the government doesn't have any money. They take that from the taxpayer or the future taxpayer to fund their current lifestyle. Like, that statistic there alone should tell us that we have a problem and that there is a heavy reliance on money from the government to be able to get us through things. No matter where you sit on that, it's just data to help you go. Oh, does that does that sound like a country we want to be creating? You know, hopefully we can fix that. I'm going to write about this soon, but I think Mr. Luxon he he's big on uh, from National their side. They are thinking about changing the tax rates and stuff, and we can unpack those when those when we get close to the election. I think that's going to get louder. I'm going to I I reckon that um, they will regret doing that because as much as that may be needed. Very hard to understand for an everyday Kiwi what that's going to mean for them. And what Labour will do is they will say, Yeah, all good and well for you, mate. You're just trying to bring tax down for your rich mates. And then that encourages that narrative of, Oh, um, you know, you're just trying to help the rich get richer and all those different types of things. And I think Labour will look at more direct, straight, simple money transfers. Here you go, it's in your bank account. And people, like, imagine. Like if you just pull all yourself up, this is what I'm trying to get you to do here. And I don't, again, like I don't care if it's red or blue, whoever, you know, we, we can figure this out together and we can keep moving forward. But look up, look down, right? If you were, if you wanted to be communicated to some extra money, would you would rather be told that there's going to be a change to the tax rules and they're going to impact every person completely differently? Or would you rather hear 2 million people that earn less than $70,000, dollars are going to get a one-off payment of a thousand dollars. Like which one is more simpler for people to understand and therefore encourage them to go, ah fuck, you know, I might vote for Labour actually because they're gonna give me that amount of money rather than oh under nationals thing, it's fucking complicated, but I'm just gonna get a I'm gonna end up with a thousand and forty dollars for the next um ten years because they're completely changing it. So that's my guess anyway, and that's how I think uh, we may see this stuff get communicated in the future but I'll, I'll write about that at some stage too and again I'm just just guessing thinking about how how the game gets played as such and again it's not a, um, anti-Labour anti-national whatever they're, they're fighting each other aren't they and we're getting to observe how they're going to do with that national need to try and win the people over and Labour need to try and keep them on side to, to get that third term Calling it the Band-Aid budget, we thought about calling it the big blowout budget, uh, but we said it obviously on the backwards budget.
0: Why are Kiwi families going backwards? They'll get a boost of $350.
1: Everybody is worse off than they were 12 months ago.
0: The Minister isn't ruling out, rolling over this cost-of-living cushion.